0: Hey, good morning! Yay! Jesse and Jenna, opening act for the morning brouhaha! Welcome to our Wednesday. Hi, who's with us this morning? I'm glad you asked. Uh, uh, me, I'm John Some people call me the Milkman. Uh, Some people have other choice names for me, but they can, you know, go pound sand. Uh, Our friend Eric Raymond is with us. He'll be talking about sports and stuff. And much to my surprise, Kathy Jennings popped on this morning. Yay!
1: Good morning. Well, it's Wednesday. I'm going to start my morning off uh, right with the brouhaha. uh
0: uh-huh. Brouhaha! Ha! Ha! I just the brouhaha. Ha-ha-ha. But I say this to you, Kathy. I mean, you know, I, I just—you're invited to pop on and off whenever you can. This is the morning brouhaha <laughs> thing. It's like whoever's available to come on in and and shoot the shit and talk and stuff. And I, just, I can't keep track of your schedule. I don't. I don't even know what I'm doing. I like to keep it secret. <laughs> Uh, are you are you all feeling a sense? And by the way, Andre from Diversity in the Capital will be with us in just a little bit. He was logged on just a little earlier doing a sound test, but uh, it, it, Diversity in the Capital, a great show that he's been doing for a couple of years. It's now on BTR, and um, I've invited him on to uh, um, tell us a little bit about what the show is and uh, and and why you should listen. So that will happen in a little bit. Right now, he's 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 got a work meeting going on. Can you imagine having a work meeting <laughs> instead of just being able-
1: What is that like? I don't know. You know, like.
0: I don't know. <laughs> uh, are y'all feeling a, a sense of calmness all of a sudden on this uh, presidential inauguration day?
1: <laughs> I don't know about here in Saskatchewan, but yeah, sure, uh, we'll go with it.
0: I mean, I, you, as much, you know, look, I'm a Canadian, right? And and I mm-hmm. should be, and, and I hope I am paying infinitely more attention to Canadian matters and Canadian issues, but dear God. God, it's hard to ignore what's happening in the basement, (laughs) you know, Uh, watched it, watched it this morning, watched as he left the White House to get onto Marine One and fly to Joint uh, Forces Base uh, Edwards and his little speech goodbye. We'll be back in some form, he promised the world. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) No, please no.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I have to
0: assume he's negotiating with Twitter to get his account back. That's that's what he's talking about. Yeah, that's probably all yeah. it is. It's like
2: we'll be back on anyway. Twitter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, I just, I just, it's, it's, you know, I just, I felt a sense of calm, and I'm, you know, it's just, again, it's not. I, I couldn't. I, the thing with Trump, I could never get to his politics. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there was just so many other things in the way I couldn't even get to it. It was, it was just the rhetoric. It was just the the doing away with anything traditions. It was the me against you. It was the me, 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 me. Um, it, just, it, it, just, it just rubs me the wrong way. I like my politics. Look, I, I, there are differences in ideas in politics. That's why you have different parties and that's why you have the opposition. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day... I like the idea that my politicians are all working for the common interest of the people. And I just I didn't see that out of our neighbors to the south for the last four years. And it was really disturbing. And I know a lot of people around the world felt very, very, very unsettled. Um, I'm just I'm just glad that we got to this day. And and, well, I mean, listen, there's still three hours and some well, less than three hours left in his presidency. But uh, touch Mm -hmm. wood, uh, no nukes. Uh, we're launched, and I think that was yeah. a big fear for a lot of people. Is you know, like where where is this going? Anyway, uh, feeling mm-hmm. a sense of calm here this morning. Uh, Eric, any comments on that? Kathy, any comments on that? Jump on in.
1: Well, I don't know. From Saskatchewan, we're not too happy because of the pipeline. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so that's not exactly a great way to start off, but. Um, Yeah, I guess we're, it is definitely a lot better
0: than uh, having, okay, so walk us through that, because I mean, here, you know, here in Ottawa, we're, you know, a little government town, and you know, we certainly hear about the pipeline, etc. But I mean, we're not, Mm -hmm. we're we're not as exposed to the oil industry, like we don't see it every single day, like you would if you're driving through Edmonton, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, northern Alberta, Saskatchewan, certainly, I mean, just, just how important is the oil industry out your way?
1: Oh, it's huge. Like so many jobs would have been um, possible if they were going to go ahead with it. Uh, They've spent millions of dollars getting all the piping ready and laying things out and getting all that ready. So it's just, you know, that's where it's going to be. Like right now we need the jobs. You know, people are looking for work and this was going to be thousands of people that could be working and employed and money on the table. So
0: we have we have so much oil in Canada. And, and Lowell broached the subject yesterday. He's brought it up before. Um, you know, we, we are such an oil-rich country. Why are we buying our oil from other people? We've got so much of it here. Uh, mm-hmm. And in this case, the idea of the pipeline, I, as I understand it, Kathy, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're, you're obviously a lot closer to it than I am. The idea is we can pull it out of the ground here, and this pipeline would allow us to export it directly through this pipeline to the states.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, it's basically just right through a right through the the pipeline to the refineries in the southern states like Texas and stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, bringing it, more economy and money here to Canada.
0: Yeah, and, you know, and and this is this is the thing, right? I mean, we hear so much about you know import, 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 and, and shop local, and you know the whole pandemic. The prime minister would stand up in front of the country and say. And the premiers as well would say, you know, we we need to look for a solution here. This needs to be a Canadian thing, you know. Like we we really, I, I you know, you, you got to be able to sell something, you know. Like every country in the globe, I, at the end of the day, is is a business, you know. You've got to be able to sell more than you buy. And I I just, I, I what what does Canada do? What do we sell to the world? Lumber. Um, Salt? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Fish? Putin? That's
1: a good question. Putin? There it is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, we 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 export millions of putins a year.
0: <laughs> there <laughs> do, you go. <laughs> do we though?
2: Do we? Like, is, yeah. is putin oh, okay. flying across the ocean? I don't know. I don't know. Is <laughs> the <There's laughs> recipe for putin? Okay, so
1: here we go. <laughs> our, our I got tails. Um, the main exports for Canada is crude oil, yep. cars. Gold, and processed petroleum oils. Those are the top four.
0: Wow, and I said lumber, and it's not even in the top four.
2: Yeah, Yeah, because that whole softwood lumber thing kind of took crap a while back, too. So I don't think that's as popular as it used to be.
1: And then when it comes to food, don't forget there's beef and cattle, right? That's Yes,
2: especially out in Alberta. Mm
1: -hmm. And then canola. Alberta beef. Canola and wheat. Yeah, those are big things out here in our province. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely the canola in Saskatchewan because it's pretty much all that's out there, right? Like
1: yeah. you're
2: driving down the highway. It's like canola, 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 canola.
1: Oh, and it's so beautiful. It to is. See it oh, it is. It's I gorgeous. I love the colors. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, so, yeah, um, Biden's not even in office yet, but he's pretty much put his foot down and said, yeah, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens with that, if
2: if that was just like, oh, we're not doing that, or, uh, like, I, I don't want to, but I might consider changing my mind, because, yeah, like Kathy said, I think I saw something on the news the other day when it was originally announced that Biden was talking about not doing this pipeline is that it's like something like 20,000 jobs or something like that, that would be just gone because at least because they need to be able to have the people to put them in the ground, to get the stuff, to get like, to get it all set up. So
0: yeah, we'll see. Typically when a new president takes office in the States, the first place that they visit is Ottawa is Canada. Yeah. Um, Trump never came here. Not once. No, um, we certainly remember when President Obama came to Canada. Oh yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was wild, man. Um, you know, I mean, as as much as it looked unscripted and like he just decided, I've heard about this byword Market right next door. Gee, can we just hop in the limo and go to the byword Market next door? I need to buy some, some cookies. cookies. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was that was awesome. You know, it looked unscripted and it looked unplanned. It was it was it, it was. Oh, listen, they don't move a president. Anywhere without knowing full well where he or she is going and exactly what threats could be there, and ensuring that it is completely safe. They just don't, you know. A president doesn't just go off on on their own and 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 do yeah. this kind of thing. Uh, and and I was working in the Byward Market at the time when he was in town, and even you know, in the Byward Building where he went and bought the cookies to take home to his kids. Um, you know, like the Byward Cafe is right there. I would get my breakfast there every single day. And I knew, you know, the the guy at the bagel shop and I, I, you know, I would talk regularly with all the merchants in there. It was just one of my usual haunts. And they all said we had no idea. But for the days leading up to it, there was a whole lot of activity from some, you know, you know, people who look, look kind of secret servicey you know okay (laughs) but it never never twigged and it never dawned on them right because i mean we you know being so close to parliament hill you would see that kind of stuff all the time you would see rcmp detail and you would see you know a lot of you know just they could be moving any any world leader around because we've got so many people who visit this city i mean we've got every embassy you know representing worlds world countries right here in town um you know the u.s embassy is Right there uh, at the end of the byroad, literally across the street from the Byard Market. Yeah, never mind moving our own dignitaries around. But he just, you know, he was such a rock star in the way that that whole thing went down. You know, the one thing that was certainly unplanned was the people he talked to and the people that ended up on TV and on the front page of the newspaper, who were just so in awe of of seeing Obama. And you know, and this I think is what's so stunning to me about you know, you look back at the last oh gosh, twelve years of US politics, and I mean, you know, we, we went from, I, I remember the inauguration of President Obama, and I had tears in my eyes. You know, finally, there was just such hope. I, yeah. I felt united with with other people in the world that there was just, you know, we were looking at that country and just feeling so hopeful and so optimistic, and, and not just because a person of color, you know, was finally, you know, in that office, but... Just, just the way he speaks, the way he conducts himself, the way his whole family are, and and just the calmness and the, um, the view that they had, the the optimism, and yeah, you just knew. We went from that, and again, take the politics out of it. Mm-hmm. Just you know, from from a presentation, from an optics perspective, it was so calming. It was so. reassuring and it was it was elegant. It was, you know, and that's that's what that's what you expect of a world leader is some some decorum, some respect, and 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 some, you know, leadership. You know, I I got this. It's okay. Whether whether you're on my, you know, whether you're part of my political party or not, I've got your best interests here. I'm hearing you. You know, okay, so we're gonna find some sort of compromise here. And then to go from that to this bombastic, uh, I I mean, you just didn't know what you were going to You know, the media is the enemy, and and this person's my enemy, and I hate this person. And, you know, and now we're Mm -hmm. back to, you know, and look, it's not lost on me. that still like 74 million people, you know, still still voted for Donald Trump. It's not lost on me that there are are a lot of people who really like that style. But, you know, to, to see... You know, they they showed President Trump getting on Air Force One with his family and off to Mar-a-Lago. They go. And then the next shot that CNN showed was um, incoming President Biden and his wife uh, exiting where they stayed last night, Blair House, across the street from the White House, and just walking down that pathway to the limousine so they could go to mass this morning. And it just, the contrast, there was just something in that where I just, I felt, I can breathe again. Yeah, I can breathe again. God, you know, I just I want I want so badly to be able to find that kind of inspiration from our own leadership here in this country. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't sense it anytime soon. Ah, anyway, so there's that. Those are my feelings on that. So, um, listen, a big changes in the States. Um, official inauguration happens at noon today. Uh, and, by the way, have you have you ever, like, sort of asked about this whole nuclear football? I'm sure you've heard talk about the nuclear yeah. football in the States.
1: I've heard about it, yeah.
0: So, CNN was talking about it last night, and I thought, okay, you know, like, what, what is the nuclear football? And, of course, you hear about it in movies and stuff, and you sort of think, okay, so it is, you know, it's a briefcase, and it is, you know. But then, like, the president would open up this briefcase and, like, boop, 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 punch in a bunch of numbers, and bombs would go off. That's not yeah. what it is at all, and and no. I, so you know I I've heard about it, but I didn't quite understand it. So I did a little research last night. It's actually really quite interesting how – because we are all so afraid, like, oh, my God, this, this this president could go off any second and he's got the nuke codes and, you know, <laughs> what does that yeah, mean well, exactly? Well, yeah,
2: especially after the attack on Capitol Hill, everyone yeah. was like, dude, did the people not realize that he still has the nuke codes? Like, this is not going to end well.
0: Yeah, and exactly what <laughs> is the process and, and and how does this happen? Can he just unilaterally launch nukes and whatever else? and anyway Can we just go – Bing! Press the red button and launch nukes yeah. here. Yeah, yeah exactly. and that's and that's and that. A lot of the reading I was doing. That's that's how a lot of people perceive this nuclear football. As he opens this thing up, hits you know like an easy button kind of thing. <laughs> big red, <laughs> big red button, and away it goes. So nobody knows exactly what's inside this briefcase. As far as technology is concerned, or how it works exactly that 's that 's a very top secret thing. What we do know is that there are all kinds of simplified documents in there. basically, it looks like a menu so the president if if the president has decided that it, you know we need we have no other course of action except to launch nuclear weapons um, basically chooses from the menu. Country A, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's that's where we're going. And and also has another menu of options as to where these nukes will be launched from. So here's all the top secret sites of where the nukes are. Ba, 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 ba. So yeah. the the actual briefcase, and it, it's 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 a briefcase and it's wrapped in leather. And if you look closely, wherever the president is, you will find a representative of the military of and and it could be a marine one day it could be army the next it could be air force the next it could be navy you know the following day um but there's always a member of the military who is assigned to hold this briefcase and they must be within uh like several feet of the president at all Mm -hmm. times like outside his bedroom door right to it oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah no it's it's strapped to them absolutely (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. no you guard this with your life so there are actually three of them one goes with the president wherever he or she goes one goes with the vice president wherever he or she goes and the other is assigned to a member of congress right in a worst case scenario vp and president are out of commission or wiped Mm -hmm. off the planet there's still somebody there who who has control of this thing so this was the big conundrum if if the You know, the outgoing president and the incoming president are not going to be at the inauguration together. How how was this briefcase going to change hands? And this is, it's so layered, but basically at any inauguration, you know, everybody who is there is in a position for a very specific reason where the former president sits and the first lady and VPs and blah, 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 blah. But there are two representatives of the military that are sort of not far away from all of the action, and it's very discreet. But the briefcase is there, and the moment the new president is sworn in, that briefcase is handed to the next. So military person one represents outgoing president, military person two represents incoming president, and they literally, just, right just at noon, swap it. hand it off. Now, that's wow. not the only thing that happens. So there's actually, they call it a biscuit. A biscuit is, so the president of the United States always has the biscuit on their person and it is a card laminated apparently and it has the nuclear codes on it so the nuclear codes are not something that the president has off the top of their head these yeah, are actually exactly. written down on a card so their numbers must match up with the next person chain of command you know and this is all just to verify and to authenticate exactly you know is this actually a call from the president telling me to launch nuclear weapons so should the president elect to do this out comes the biscuit over yep. to the military representative opens up the nuclear football and I guess there's a communications device in there and there's some way of of inserting the codes or, or typing in the codes that activates a phone at the Pentagon you know whoever's in charge of the Pentagon answers that call there's a conversation they're satisfied it sounds like the president okay you know we need the codes you know, enter the code now. We've received the code. Please confirm that it is it is this, and then through the chain of command. But it all happens within minutes. So what do we happen? You know, what happens now with this this football being with Trump in Florida? You know, it's a two hour flight from Washington to Florida. Yeah. And then they got to fly back. So you know this <laughs> this this briefcase is coming back at some point. You know, without a president, uh, you know, near it and whatever else. What
1: happens in between, right? Yeah.
0: So without the two of them, and and this is the first time, like it's been 1865 was the last time that that there was not, um, that that a president refused to go to uh, his successor's inauguration. There weren't nukes back then. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. So I, I guess what happens is the third football, the one that a member of Congress would have, that's the one that's in play at the inauguration. Okay, and, and then
2: this third one, this the the former president one, will eventually right. be the Congress one.
0: So VP Pence will be there with VP Kamala Harris, yeah, and and rate right n rate right noon or as soon as they're sworn in, those briefcases or, or that 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 football will be handed off to the next player, so to speak. <laughs> Yeah, uh, And it's the third one that will go from, you know, f- to from president to, or well from Congress to the president. The presidential football will come back. And I guess they get that all sorted out after the fact. But, oh, my God, right. what a mess. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> you know, Eric, just because Eric, Eric, he's Eric, too. Yeah, you're a sports guy, Eric. You're, you're now trying to follow three footballs in play <laughs> at yes, the same no. time. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah, exactly. And it's just, and it's just all a mess because of the fact that he was like, I don't want to be there. Like, it's like, if you had just been there, it would have been bingo, bingo,
0: bongo, we're done. Like, I I just, yeah, I I never, I've never seen somebody fight so hard for a job that it it, it seems so apparent they didn't really want to do. No, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, it's water under the bridge now. God knows what happens next in all this. I I mean, he's not going away quietly. It's not the last, it's not the last we're going to hear from him. By any stretch of the imagination, I mean, he ran so much interference. He wasn't even in politics, and he ran so much interference during the Obama years. God knows what he's, you know, what, what, what hell he's going to unleash, you know, with Biden in the office and him having at least, you know, been, been president at one point in his life. But anyway, I digress. On to happier things. What's, uh, what's on your mind today, Kathy?
1: Um, well, it's Cheese Lover's Day, and I love cheese. All different types of cheeses. So we'll talk about that.
0: I'm having pizzas tonight, so I guess I'm kind of in the right boat.
1: Do you put extra cheese? Not really. No, just whatever they put on, which is probably enough. I've never
0: been much of a cheese lover, I have to admit. Um, I like cheddar cheese. I like cheddar cheese very, very much. Um, but the minute that you put white cheddar in front of me, I get very upset. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, <no>. Cheddar <laughs> has fair. to be orange. So you're um, not into curds? No! No, those squeaky, no, can't do Uh, it. Especially
1: the squeaky sound on your drive home with a nice fresh bag of curds. Oh, yeah.
0: No, can't do it. Can't do it. So, no, I've never been big on cheese. In fact, for a lot of years growing up, I didn't even like pizza because pizza is all cheese. Uh, Mm. And now, I mean, I certainly, I love, love pizza, but I like a very simple pizza right yeah. and and um since having my gallbladder out several years ago I find that if you put too much cheese on things it's it's yeah, the bathroom and I become very good friends
1: <laughs> not a good feeling at the end suffice to say. fair that's fair <laughs> yeah. and Eric what about you for cheese
2: uh I love cheese um yeah. I love anything to do with cheese I put a crap ton of cheese on my pasta i put a crap ton of cheese on my nachos nothing I, nothing makes um, sound
0: appetizing like crap ton
2: yeah <laughs> okay well i would say a different word but yeah i, mean, I know it's the internet radio so i could say it you, but I you can you can say poop ton well yeah but yeah anyways so it's one of those things where i always and i i can buy a block of cheese and eat through it and several days like not obviously i wouldn't sit there and just cut up slices of cheese and eat it in one day but i mean i could i could spend a, a couple days and eat a block of cheese and, as in bits and pieces throughout the day i'll just be like oh, i'll have a plate with 10 slices of cheese on it or something just to appetize me but okay. yeah i like cheese i like milk i go through like eight bags of milk probably in less than oh. a week wow <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like, As, and,
2: well, sorry, not eight bags, but like I mean, two of the 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 bag of not not
0: not the bags, but the bags.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I guess it's six because there's three in each bag. Boy, we, so. we talked about difficulty following the nuclear football. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mean, having. Yeah. I mean, don't take this the wrong way. I'm having difficulty following Eric's bags. Yeah. yeah, yeah, my bags are off, but that's okay. <laughs> Andre from Diversity <issues like this> in the Capital TV is with us, has just hopped on there. Hey Andre, good morning, girlfriend. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Who did that who did that sound like? That sounded like Yes. Oh, yeah, and there oh. it is, yeah. Rookabalooza? R- 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 a little bit like that, man. Oh, man. Um, so, have you got your work stuff out of the way now? Now you're you're free and available for playtime with us here on the morning brew. Haha. Huh? Uh-huh. Nice. Uh huh. Nice. For those not familiar with Andre, Andre, uh, aka Ms. Horizon, so your drag queen persona, um, and you have two years now. You've been running Diversity in the Capital TV. What? Where did this start? Why did this start?
3: Uh, so diversityinthecapital.tv started. Uh, I used to do shows at a little bar uh, in Gatineau or in Hull in on Portage called Le Petit Chicago.
0: Le Petit uh, Chicago, okay.
3: Le Petit Chicago. So it was like it's a it was a, like a performance kind of bar. They had the jazz band on Mondays, and they did uh, game nights and game shows and stuff like that. And they would do once a month the bar would turn gay uh, to do a benefit for Jeunesse Dan, which is a youth organization in Gatineau that uh, helps. 14 to 25-year-olds uh, with uh, homeworks and, and different kind of uh, needs uh, that the youth uh, would have, especially if they don't have parents anymore or whatnot for being gay or whatever happens. So yes. uh, I would do shows with them, uh, there for them, and I raised over $17,000 for Jeunesidem uh, in the two years I did shows there. Good for you. And and they were closing because uh they got kind of kicked out from their lease. Uh and Gatno TV showed up uh and wanted to interview the owner and they knew I was the drag queen there. So they was like, Well, would you interview him and, and do it for Gatno TV? And after that interview he was so impressed, he's like, How would you like your own channel for the LGBTQ community? Uh and I was like, Um, yes. And then, you know, dot TV was created.
0: Wow! So you've been on the air two years, um, and 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 I mean, you, I've been lucky to be on the show a couple of times. You you have such a diverse. Uh, guest list. And you've had some some phenomenal names on your guest list. What how, When you sit down and plot out each week's show, and I know you're very meticulous <laughs> in, and, and you do, you plot this out. I show up in the morning and it's, it's all I can do to be here by 9 o'clock and I have to come from upstairs. You've got, you know, all of it laid out in a timeline and who your guests are and you're working weeks in advance on, on booking guests, et cetera. Um, what, what in your uh, like, how do you determine who you want to have on and, and why? Like what's your thought process through that?
3: It depends on what I'm smoking and drinking. Actually.
0: Okay. No, yeah. Kidding. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, it just, it depends on who wants to talk to me in the community. So, uh, like I try and reach out and I'm trying, I, I want the channel and the TV station to be able to promote, Uh, businesses and people within the community. And that was my whole basis of the channel. I mean, there's so many LGBT groups that people can talk and share information and just joke around with, but I wanted a one-stop shop uh, for the community to be able to watch videos and little stories. and, and, uh, And it started with me going out onto the street and and recording, like, uh, I went to Stroke Ego, and we did a five-minute capsule where we filmed the store, and I interviewed the owner. So that's how the channel actually started. And then we went into lockdown, and Andre was like, mm, well, I've got all this makeup and a closet full of drag, so let's <laughs> I, just throw I have, on a dress. I have, I, have, I have
0: been there. He is telling the truth. It is in. You open up that closet door, and, like, the top shelf, how many wigs would be on that top shelf?
3: I'd say a good 30 or 40.
0: I mean, oh, wow. oh, yeah. Oh, Kathy. Oh, it's, oh. <laughs> it's And they're all so mine. Real. They're not
3: stolen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're not stolen. It's a good thing you clarified that.
3: Well, some queens have sticky fingers. You got to watch when they come visit you. Are you serious? Uh, oh, but back in the day when I first started at Icon, yeah, you'd walk out and you'd be, get home and you would like, where the hell did that go? And then you'd see it on a girl's head like a week later.
0: Oh, mm. No. <laughs> oh, my yes. but I mean, when you think about it, I mean, look, I've you know, you know, I mean, you've you've done me up in drag as Ms. Dairy Queen, and you do such an amazing job with the makeup, and and I showed up, and with, I'm colorblind. I know that's the no amazing, way. right? Wow. Yep. <laughs> he just he just knows inherently what colors work with what and he does it like by number or by name and paint just, by number yeah y- you know and <laughs> like oh my god it's insane but yeah like like just you know i showed up to do this 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 thing last fall it was late last fall we did that right over at your place yeah yes. and and so yeah oh, oh, opens the closet all these the wigs help it me. was
3: for august it was for Pride that's week.
0: it yes because it oh yes because it was stinking hot Yes. Cause it, yeah, because Dairy Queen, when you get the close-ups, it's all drippy, googly. Well, it was sunny. nice and cool
3: in the house, but we filmed the video in the in garage. In the garage,
0: of course. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Track- I, I remember I remember going to the last Pride Parade when it
0: was before pandemic, and it was freaking hot that yep. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which just makes the outfits even more interesting, frankly. Um, yeah. yeah. I went yeah.
1: to one in, in uh, Vancouver, Pride Parade. I loved it. I was oh, like, wow. wow. Just amazing. Yeah. All the colors and everything,
0: yeah. The bigger the city, the, the bigger the Pride Parade. Always, I mean, Ottawa's. I've I've watched Ottawa's grow and grow and grow. It it's it's becoming a pretty cool event. Um, but yeah, so Andre opens up the closet. You know, oh, there's this wig and this wig and this wig. I said, well, I brought some on my own, and I open up the suitcase, and you know, out pops like you know eight or nine wigs and like little Ziploc bags and stuff. <laughs> It's like just you know, I I could not be more straight and 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 typical you know disorganized guy. Just plump, I got this stuff. What's oh, gonna work for the drag queen? <laughs> you want to see thing. what's in my box?
1: <laughs> and he and he went yeah. right to this
0: and he went right to this blonde this blonde wig that was there, and he says, "Oh my god, this is going to be gorgeous." Again, colorblind finds this wig and starts styling it. And combing it out and hairspraying it. And I'm just, I was just in awe and wow uh, of how great this is. So, um, I I
3: think you had more fun putting the fake nails on. You were like, oh, I want to keep them on. They
0: were a bitch, though. (laughs) They are. They were, and they are a bitch. You know what the best part about that was? And we'll we'll get back to you in a second. Right now, it's all about (laughs) me. Um, but the best part about that is, so, so yeah, it is. It's hot, it's sticky, it's sweaty. It's August, uh, and it's a Sunday, and Sundays at four, I'm on a Zoom call with my family. <laughs>
3: Sunday, Sunday, and, it was a different one. Let
1: me yeah,
0: tell you. and and I got I got I got to Andre's place late, and so I had already put things behind schedule, and the makeup and the hair and all this. This takes. I mean, there's a serious investment in time. You know, you I have such appreciation for what drag queens do and the investment that they make, not just in in the clothes and the outfits and the makeup, etc., but the time. Oh my god! Anyway, so I look at my phone. It's like 4:01. I'm like, Andre, <laughs> I, I got to be on a Zoom call. He's like, Well, no problem. He says, You know, take a minute. So I here I am, blonde wig, the eye makeup is is you know. P-pow! Oh, I got the you know fake lashes on the blush. I am I am as as femmed up as I can possibly be, and I. And pull what up, was
3: your mother's reaction? And I pull
0: up the phone and I get onto Zoom and I and I'm confronted with like I thought I thought the image was frozen, but there's my two parents just staring into their you know computer like, <laughs> what are we looking at? And it's like they weren't even moving, and like I actually thought like we weren't properly connected, and then my mother goes. I don't think this is a good time to have this talk <laughs> I'm like no, it's fine i I'm, I'm on a break no theater, and that's what I would tell my nieces uh, it was
3: like Uncle Andy does theater, you know it's not something I, I want to live in all the time and right it, it's just fun and it's it's a it person is. that I'm not normally
0: so well, so. Yes, I- so to that, and I totally get it, you know, having dabbled in it, and I mean, you know, listen, I get, I get to do a radio show every single day, and you get to sort of become the character. I mean, there's, there's certain elements to my real life that you certainly hear here, and I think I'm probably more closer to my true self now in my radio persona than I had been for years and years and years. I made the Milkman into this big, wild, silly, you know, over-the-top, top-40, just jockey character. Um, they're probably closer to one and the same now, but still, I like... I like the escapism of this, and I really like the escapism of, you know, uh, of any type of performance. And so drag is just another extension of that. So um, you've already sort of spoken to that, but how did you discover the persona uh, that you call Ms. Horizon? How was she born?
3: Oh, my goodness. Uh, Well, picture it. Ottawa, nineteen sixty-six. No, Jeez, <laughs> ninety-six. Actually,
2: don't. so nineteen ninety-six. I, like, I was like, "Wait, is that isn't it supposed to be Sicily?" Yeah. Well, no, I changed
3: it. <laughs> Eric, sit down and enjoy the ride. Now, Whoa. so in nineteen ninety-six, I was <laughs> dating a gentleman who ran uh, the. Bar at the corner of Gilmore and Bank, uh, which I am—I'm such a horrible gay that I don't even remember what the club was called.
0: Bank and Gilmore, not not the James Street. No, that's that's James Street. Um...
3: Yeah, It's Gilmore. Yeah, Gilmore upstairs. Uh, there was Camp B at the at the bottom, and then there was another club up All right. top. Uh, anyway, so then I was watching the show, and there was a whole bunch of drag queens, and I'm like, "Ooh, well, I want to do drag." Uh, so he talked to one of the queens and. The next week, uh, I picked my music and I wanted to do Céline and they're like, mm, you cannot do Céline, that uh, belongs to Buck, who was the Céline impersonator of Ottawa at the time. Buck? And I was, Buck, yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, and, he, and he used his own hair to do Céline and I'm like, well, I don't give a crap who he is, Céline is my girl and I'm doing it. And I sang <laughs> it live. I sang all by myself live that first night, and there was a lot of baby powder on my face. So Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Very... You,
0: you did it live? I did. Isn't that unusual for, for a drag queen to actually perform live? Like, most of it, I mean, like, even in the Alaska song, you know, she talks about lip syncing and...
3: Yep. There's not that many queens that actually sing live. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then uh, I... Exploded then and that's when I started doing shows. I had my own show at Icon after a while in the basement on a Wednesday night and I worked at the bathhouse for many years and uh, then I got kicked out and uh, so I packed my garbage bags and I moved to Toronto and 20 years later uh, I learned a lot from a lot of people. Puerto Rico Mexico for six months to perform and sing. And, oh, wow. Uh,
0: so I've been all around the world. Yeah. So tell us about the name Ms. Horizon. How did that come to be? Uh
3: so my last girlfriend, her name was Dawn. Uh, and I wanted to call myself Dawn and she was like, You better not call yourself that and so I came up with the name Horizon because it's Dawn Horizon. Ah
0: uh.
3: and they're like, Well, you have to have two names and I'm like, fine, MZ, Ms. Horizon. <laughs> Who
0: who who are they who dictate all these things? You have to have two names and
3: the pink mafia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh watch out or we will glitter you. Oh no, not glitter. No. That's right. Oh Andre, that's fantastic. That's yeah. so I so I did it right then when I came up with two names Dairy Queen. Yep. Yes. See I just I just I just mm. looked at all the other dry queens that I knew of and most of them pretty much had like three syllable names. Well one the one name people
3: is for real celebrities like Cher and Madonna no <laughs> Not true
0: Eric <laughs> So do I... <laughs> Eric Cher Madonna Eric nice <laughs> Uh so diversity in the capital.tv you've been doing this on Facebook uh for quite a few years um, the set is always amazing I mean you are in You're in your home right now. And I mean, it's backlit. It's it's got twinkly lights. uh, You turn this into this amazing space every single time. Uh, How many hours a week do you devote? And I mean, you've got a full time job with the government. But I mean, how many hours a week are you devoting then to uh, putting this this show on the air?
3: So, uh well, uh, I, I'm going back to where I'm sitting now because I had changed to show up where I was standing and then I had two camera angles. And now that I'm on the radio, I do not want to screw anything up and I don't want to be playing with too much. Why not? So, That's what we I, do on the radio.
0: Right, Eric? Right, Kathy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know,
3: but so I don't want to be playing with too much anymore. And, and tonight... Uh, I'm doing two interviews, so I'm doing a pre-interview uh, with somebody that John's already interviewed. I get to interview Carol Pope today. What? I'm a little nervous. I'm That's really nervous, today? But...
0: I knew I knew that you had connected. Yay! Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. cool. So she's already got the script. I had to do two scripts, so my show is all scripted from beginning to end. So from the moment that I push go live to the time I hit stop, my show is scripted so I don't get lost, so I know where I am. Uh, But today at 4:30, I'm doing the Carol Pope pre-interview that will be uh, broadcasted on the 27th, uh, partially with still live uh, because there's going to be another guest after. Okay, cool. Segment will be pre-recorded tonight.
0: Yeah, uh, listen. When you when you land a Carol Pope interview, you move heaven and earth and, and accommodate whatever her yeah. schedule is. I well, totally she couldn't do the
3: twenty seventh because she's flying that day, so she she committed to today, and and I'm over the moon and sure. Uh, you'll see a lot of promo coming out as of Saturday. For that,
0: so. <laughs> uh, I will I will try my best to get it actually produced and out and on the air on time for you. Okay, so tonight's show then. Uh, so you're doing that, and, and that'll air on the twenty seventh. But tonight, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you are talking to some members. of of the transgender community.
3: Three community members, yep. Uh, Tanya King, who is a 28-year-old autistic woman. Uh, and wow. She works for PSPC as well. Uh, and in 2015, she became the house queen at Swizzles, uh, but she also started uh, d- dealing with gender dysphoria uh, at the age of 14. So she's going to tell us all about that tonight. Uh, Lana Paulson, who you know, uh, know that works Lana at Wicked well. Wanda's Adult yep. Emporium. Used to be Candy Secret, and she's working with photographer Ruth Dick on a project called uh, Self Love. Yeah, and that we're going to talk about tonight. And then we have Christine uh, Hiles, uh who was born in '72, so she's a little older than me and a little more experience uh, being transgender. She left home at the age of nineteen, uh, university in France, where she tried and started her transition. Uh, she lived with religious parents, and she's the first trans woman to work for the Status of Women. Oh.
0: Wow. See, there's some just some great, great stories in there, and you go for yeah. what, an hour every single uh, episode.
3: Yep. So every uh, every Wednesday night from seven to eight, uh, it's live, and then it's available on our Facebook, YouTube, t- uh, Twitch. And now on Blast the Radio uh, live on Wednesday nights.
0: Yeah, so if you, nice. if you don't have awesome. the ability to log on or be seeing something, you're in your car and you want to listen, um, yeah. you know, get the BTR app and you can do that. Or if you are, uh, you know, not able to be in front of a computer or whatever else, put it on your smart speaker and you can certainly listen. And it's available um, on demand as well afterwards, right? Like people can go to the Facebook page and, and the video is posted so I can go through your back catalog, I suppose.
3: Yeah, yeah. So most of the videos that are on the Facebook page have all uh, had a minimum of 500 views. Uh, Some of them had over 1,000. There's my big cancer benefit uh, that Horizon did uh, with the star-studded show. There's the six-hour community day that's there, too. So all the shows from uh, Horizon and Andre are both on the Diversity Capital Facebook and YouTube page.
0: Uh, Are you up for some listener questions? Sure. Chrissy, I didn't
3: turn Twitch on, so that's I that's okay. Know, uh,
0: I will read Twitch to you. It's it's what I do for Lowell. It's what I can do for you. Uh, oh. On uh, Chrissy asks Andre heels or boots, long hair or short hair. Uh,
3: heels and long. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, the hooker boots is not my thing, but I'm I'm a classy government hooker.
0: <laughs> but you see. <laughs> And you've got like you've got you've got the legs that you can actually do the boots. This is the one thing that I don't don't think people realize about boots. And women have expressed this to me, is that if you have any like if you have if you have any amount of of size to your calf, these these zip up thigh high boots, by and large, they don't fit. You've got to have a very Or they hide your legs. Like I have
3: nice legs. I used to be a figure skater, so that's why I can A balance on the the platform shoes okay. and I have really nice legs, so why hide them? <laughs> Exactly. The only time I get to see them is when they're in the air. Like, come on!
0: I wish I, I wish I, because I, I've just, I got a thing for those boots. I wish I could wear them, but my calf muscles are, for whatever reason, they're way too big. I'm not muscular. I'm not a workout person. I can't claim to be a figure skater at all. They're just, but they fit you though. Like when you they put don't. them on, I can't, they fit I can't you. get them you past can't the calf. Right. Well, okay. yes, yes, exactly.
3: So you need, you need the stretchy type, which I can, I can, I can. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: Eric, Kathy, chime on in. You got questions? You got comments?
1: Well, I just want to say, Andre, that diversity in the capital, it's amazing that you're doing this first off. You know, like it's just it helps educate people like myself that don't know much about the community. And it gives us a chance to, you know, link into it, follow it, be a part of it, learn all about it and share it. So I think that's was to you for doing that. That's awesome.
3: And my nieces think it's awesome because they keep watching Uncle Andy every Wednesday night. And then (laughs) like (laughs) when I was doing it with Horizon and I would have a sing along or a performance at the end of the show, like my niece would run upstairs, grab her microphone, and then she'd be ready to sing with Uncle Andy. So, Oh, my God.
1: I love it.
0: (laughs) I guess for that generation, I mean, you know, like like I think of, you know, like, oh, my God, if I had seen my uncle or, you know, whomever on TV, I would have lost my mind. You're on the computer. It's the same thing for a kid now. You know, it's yep. it's a live, moving, talking, interactive thing that yep. must be so fun for them. Wow, yeah, it is. Wow, fun. wow, it's wow. Cool. But I mean, diversity in the capital. It's 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 just it's about inclusiveness. And I mean, like you've had yep. so many guests on who who you know are not necessarily you know gay or trans or whatever else, but they are no. allies and they you know they are part of the community. Um, yep. What what is it you look for uh, in a guest?
3: Uh, So it doesn't really matter as long as you have something that the community can benefit from or, or, you know, like I'm going to have Jason from microgreens and that's going to be a huge thing because, you know, gay people eat greens and vegetables. They do. And we want to be healthy, too. So (laughs) you do. Yeah. You gotta keep
1: that figure going. Come on, right?
3: Yeah. Like if I could get McCarthy Automotive on there, I want to put him in a an Aretha Franklin video. <laughs> We're
1: going riding on the
3: freeway. Oh, yeah.
0: I love Paul at McCarthy Automotive and I think you have probably heard the conversation cuz yeah, he wouldn't argued, do it. Uh Paul yeah. Paul 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 will be your biggest supporter and he will love you, but I don't see Paul participating anytime soon. He's yeah, just I know. you know what it is, and he's just and i mean, and I say that I can't get Paul on the air to you know just to do an interview segment like a q and a segment about cars he's just he's so focused on his business and he's you know he's very hands on with that, but um he's just, and you're doing
3: a great job with that, because people are i sing his commercial like, oh yeah. all the time, like but he's just you put a an earworm in everybody's head
0: yeah and you know what and this is and and this speaks to that so Paul is a mm-hmm. very small c conservative business person he's very proud of his brand he is very in control of his brand uh and then you know he aligns with someone like me who you know like when I first started doing commercials for McCarthy automotive uh I would put a sound effect in there of you know we we, we would be talking about um uh, you know, the importance of, of making sure your your wheel nuts were locked down properly, that they were torqued properly, right? And I would put, you know, I did a commercial one spring about potholes and, and how just, you know, savage that can be to your wheels. Well, come on in for, you know, for a wheel alignment. And I'd put like this little bumpity-bump-bump-bump bump bump sound effect in there, and Paul's like... <sighs> I think the sound effect is is a little you know distracting. And then listen, that's his call, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's got any any commercial I put on the air has to be representative of that business. Just because the good I, thing is when the sponsor doesn't pay you, you do what you want. Well, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I don't even know how I. I just I just started singing one day. I'm just I'm someone who likes to sing and uh, and and goof off. And um, I just started singing this 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 McCarthy song, and and he's like, go for it. That's fun. That's different, and it and it's caught on. So,
1: yeah, that's um, great.
0: So yeah. So I mean, he's he, he's he, he, listen. Paul has become one of my absolute best friends. I, I love him to death. So, um, but so it, if it, there's it,
3: anybody out there I, that I, wants, I just
0: can't uh, see him in lipstick, I just I can't. No, no, we don't need to. So I'd the like show to. is
3: all about uh, you know the LGBTQ two plus community and allies. So that's why, like, you've been on there, and you're a great ally to the community, and that's no, why I have no problem putting you on anytime.
0: Oh well, I mean, I just I'm a big believer that you know, like we were, at the end of the day we're all the same. We all like, micro, like we all like our microgreens. We all like to eat healthy. We all like, you know, all of this stuff. I wanna have Kathy on and we could do we can
3: each do a wine tour. Like I'll do one in my house and girl. she can do one in hers and we film each other while we're doing it. Oh my god, oh, girl, did you god. find yours? I found mine.
1: I would
0: love to. <laughs> Eric's gotta run for class in a couple of minutes. Eric, we didn't get a chance to get too much sports today. Can I just ask you quickly? I didn't see the game last night, uh but Winnipeg and Ottawa, obviously Winnipeg coming out on top. What the hell happened to our senators last night? Um,
2: to be honest, I don't know what happened they they kind of took the foot off the gas, I guess, so to speak um but in that oh, they are not game, golfing yet no no hey no. now no, no, it'll be later this year than <laughs> it, it, it usually is
3: well that's normally um, the leaves sorry, wrong team,
2: yeah, yeah <laughs> wow, um but highlights of that game, Josh Norris got his first NHL goal and Alex Galchenia got his first goal as an Ottawa senator in his first game. Um, with his new team. So huge, huge night for both of them in the loss. But uh, yeah, Winnipeg came out with the overtime win. Um, a, a quick thing to touch on before I do go. Um, it was announced yesterday that Sarah Thomas will become the first female to ever officiate in the Super Bowl coming up in the next few weeks. That's awesome. So, so yeah, she's she's been a, a full-time official for I think four or five years now. Yep. Um, and, is, she, is she the yeah, only female getting, official in the NFL? She's getting her first. She's getting her first crack at a, at being an, an official in a Super Bowl uh, this year. So.
0: Is she? Uh, sorry, I, I was talking while you were talking. Is she the only female official in the NFL? I I
2: believe so. Um, I know I've seen female officials, but I can't. I I couldn't tell you just unless I really pay attention to like the number on the back yeah. of her jersey. If right. it's if it's only her that I've seen, or if there are multiple. People, it's but it, it's hard to to miss, it's hard to
0: miss the ponytail and the stripes it, it does it does stand out on your tv and it's infinitely cool
2: yeah so like i think it was the tampa bay game tampa bay new orleans game i think was the one that she worked this past weekend or something i can't remember exactly but it was i saw the the ponytail i was like oh that that's sarah thomas like because i know i know of her i've heard her
0: story Listen, but most but yeah, most of the, most most women i know uh, have have a much better knowledge of sports than I do. So, you yeah, know, this so, is long I mean, overdue for, to have some female officials out there.
2: Yeah, so for her to be the first female to officiate in the Super Bowl is pretty incredible. Um, another breaking news story this morning was that the Indianapolis Colts quarterback Phillip Rivers has retired. Um, he played 16 years in San Diego slash LA Chargers, One mm. one year this year with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, he, he has a pretty impressive stat line 240 starts in 244 games 134 wins 63,440 yards 421 touchdowns um and then he also appeared in 12 playoff games never was able to make it anywhere close to a super bowl unfortunately but um yeah he's he's retiring after 17 years in in the nfl so there you go and can i ask where was stutzla last night for the Sens? Uh, he was injured, actually. Um, Stutzla has a minor, very minor injury. They said they were just leaving him out as a precaution because okay. they do play again Thursday. Um, same thing with Patrick Laine from the uh, from the Jets. He missed Monday night in Toronto. Missed last night again in in Ottawa. Um, just as a. Give him an extra couple days sure. to to rest and rehab well, he's, he's
0: coming off the world juniors too right Stutzley is so Stutzle, I mean, oh yeah, yeah yeah he
2: and he was incredible at the juniors he he did the like played so well during that that tournament and and then obviously all the quarantine and everything like that so it was uh it was a bit awesome. tough for him and um and yeah any, the last any- thing i will say is the Toronto Blue Jays actually signed their their coveted superstar uh outfielder George Springer to a 6-year, 150 million dollar contract of 25 million a year. Uh he's actually a former wor- former World Series MVP, so brings the the experience of I've won a a, a World Series, so he'll know to, how to help the young
0: guys. But there you go. Eric Raymond Sports and Stuff and off to his class at Algonquin College in the radio program. We thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Have a great one, guys. All right. Uh, and and Chrissy, Chrissy in our chat room says uh, Eric Church uh, just announced to be singing the national anthem at this year's Super yep. Bowl. Does Eric Church really sing, though? Like he's just...
1: Along with Jasmine Sullivan.
0: Who's Jasmine Sullivan? So
1: he's teaming up to sing it along with Jasmine Sullivan. She's an in R&B. Interesting. And they're going to sing it together.
0: See, I discovered – so Eric Church – and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of making fun. I don't like he doesn't really sing. He's just got this. He's got this kind of, you know, Bob Dylan kind of, you know, it's all sort of in the same, you know, little little area. But he's the guy. So he's performing. I, I want to say it was like the American Country Music Awards. And he had this 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 singer on stage with him who started wailing on the song they were doing. And that was my introduction to Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm. So he's he's kind of the guy that introduced us to 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 that force. So he's got this real real sense of, of who's who. So he now he's teaming up with an R&B singer. I love yeah. I love the music yeah, world right now. It's it, good. Talk about diversity, oh, right, Andre? I mean the the music world right now is so diverse. You got rappers singing country, country singers doing rap. You got, you know, Bon Jovi's got a couple of country songs out. Um and uh,
3: everybody, like, uh and I'm actually just blown away the fact that I've got Carol Pope. Like, I've had Canadian Idols, Seal, Tams, and Eva Avila on the show, but uh Leslie Roberts is the biggest celebrity <laughs> that I had on there. So, having Carol Pope on there now is going to be the biggest celebrity, r- really, that I've had. So,
1: and yeah. that's just the beginning.
3: I, well, and I've put feelers sure. out there. Like, I've sent emails to John Arden, Rick Mercer, like a whole bunch of LGBT Jen people. Jen is a about.
0: great guest.
3: Yeah, but uh, they. She actually did reply to me that she was busy at the time, but we just went into lockdown at that point, and and I had no idea about Jan.
0: So I mean, I, I I had interviewed Jan Arden years ago. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of her music, um, but I am a huge. I mean, she, she's incredibly engaging, and f- I mean, she's the real deal. Funny as hell. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, I, I'm I'm drawn to the contrast of this this performer who you know is, is so outrageously funny, but sings such serious and heartfelt <laughs> lyrics in her songs. You know, and somewhere in the middle of all that, but I had no idea until uh, her TV show hit uh, uh, anything to do with Jan's orientation, and she's um, she's really a, yeah, I had did no you, idea. Did you live under a rock? Apparently. <laughs> Yeah and, and for those who don't know, I, I guess a Jan. Older. Jan Arden, <laughs> bi. by. I, I had no idea. Yeah, well, all of her songs are about a, a woman, just like uh, yeah, I see um this is why I need you around. <laughs> I'm just I'm clueless <laughs> with this because: kind of By the way, John, Melissa Etheridge is too.: No You didn't know. <laughs> no. I was this close to going to her window.: Ricky Martin.: Rick, oh, I love Ricky, Ricky Martin's Martin. a lesbian
3: yes <laughs> good for me because <laughs> i'll just put a dress on then he's pretty bad uh,
0: he you listen he can shake his bonbon there's no doubt shake about shake that shake your
3: bonbon yeah. um
0: <laughs> and rick mercer that would be wow yeah has rick mercer ever been somebody's guest i'm trying to think I, if i've ever no, seen no i don't interviewed.
3: think he has and that's why i've been trying i've, I've sent two emails but they're not answering
0: I wonder if that's just because Rick Rick is so used yeah. to being in the power position in an interview, right? I just wonder. Ooh, that's interesting.
3: I know. It's been, yeah, it's I'm, very very and very I'm very trying. Nice. I, like I've even messaged Stefan Keys from CTV and he won't answer me. Like all these uh, gay people that have got their nose up in the air that they won't come and talk to a little community TV station, but it's all good.
0: Like not even a response. Like I, I, I mean, I. I...
3: Two emails to Stefan Keys and nothing. And I've even tried to get Leslie because I've had. Well, Leslie's been on though, right? He's been on and he talks to me all the time. Like we message each other every once in a while too. And has he ever
0: articulated that there there could be like a contractual, you know, thing there that he can't be on another, you know, broadcast or
3: no? Well, I mean, I had Dave from 88.5, and most people don't know that he's uh, in my in our family. So well,
0: I didn't realize that, and I've worked with Dave I don't know how many times. Okay. See, it just goes yeah. to prove, no matter how enlightened you think you are, you still don't know what you don't know.
3: Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of people, even on nine one 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 Lone Star, uh, the, there's the gay couple there. Only one of them is gay. The other one's I not. I love
1: that show. Love it. I know.
3: But they pulled out a gay kiss yesterday, so everybody's going nuts. There was supposed to be a gay kiss yesterday in the episode, but they pulled it. Why? At the last minute. Did they? I don't know. Yeah. The couple, when they were making the dinner in the kitchen, the, fire, uh, the firefighter and the cop were making dinner.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. They were supposed to kiss mm-hmm. in the
3: kitchen, but uh, they pulled it at the last minute. They pulled there. it. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. They're so hot. I tell you, they are so hot. <laughs> yeah, but only
3: one of them is gay.
0: Really? In real life, yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: yeah. So do you think that's why they pulled it? No, why do you uh, No, play? I don't think so. Because we see, I mean,
0: we've seen gay you know, I mean, kissing on TV now, thank, thankfully, for for a lot think, of years.
3: Yeah. Well, Doritos just released a new commercial.
0: There's a, apparently there's one uh, the Cadbury cream egg apparently, and it's a real life couple, yeah. and apparently this kiss is just one of the hottest things like yeah. that's ever been on film, and I've I yet to Steamy. see it. Have you seen it, Audrey? Wow.
3: I've seen the picture. I've seen the, the picture, too. I haven't the, seen the, the commercial. The egg and the two guys, but I haven't watched the commercial. Yeah, yet. and, like, the white oh. creamy
0: filling is, like, dripping down between their faces, and it's just, it's, like, <laughs> it's hot. me hungry. Stop it. It's hot. <laughs> but, but, oh, they're, wow. but they're But they're a real-life couple. Uh,
3: probably. Yeah. Most likely, yeah. But,
0: like, this bothers, this bothers me that they would cut a kissing scene out, because, I mean, like, you even look at, like, um... um Modern, is it Modern Family?
3: Modern Family. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, like Cam and, and you know, they, they, they kiss. Mitchell, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and the guy that plays Cam, who is, is, a, is a fantastic character actor. Eric He's, not, he, he's not gay. No. Nope. Um, But plays the part incredibly well. They yeah. had gay kisses on screen. So what's the problem? Why would you cut that? I don't know. And of all, the, and of all the things to cut, maybe they cut it because that's going to create the talk.
3: And it has Ooh. because social media has been blowing up. Like the community is going nuts over this.
0: So maybe that's why. Maybe we're all playing into this. This whole little hmm, if we if we you know, and then they'll they'll find a way to you know come back with another episode where you know they they go. It'll be a
3: steamy,
1: sexy.
0: Yeah, they go. I was just going to say they go beyond a kiss. <laughs> Who knows.
1: Oh, let's see. I just,
0: I, I just can't believe this day and age, you know, like having having the intestinal fortitude to go ahead and put what should actually be on TV. And, that you know, my LGBTQ2 plus friends yeah. deserve to be represented on TV just as much as I do. Um, that, that you go ahead and you put that in a script and then you tell the world that it's happening. And then you you, you take it out and you don't explain why. Pull it from underneath them. Eh, yeah. I don't know. Something shady yeah. going on there.
3: Well, I have to go back to it, uh, but thank you so much for having me. And I'll see you again next Wednesday.
0: How do people find you? Uh, if they want to, I mean, they can listen to the show tonight beginning at 7 here on blasttheradio.com, but give us your social media handles, etc., so people can. Uh,
3: so, Facebook.com, uh, diversity in the uh, And it's diversity in the on Instagram, Twitch, uh, and Facebook as well.
0: And if people got ideas for guests, etc., they can contact you through that. And
3: uh, yeah, my number is written in the bathroom stall, so they can just call me. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, So it's the same. Andre at diverseinthecapital.tv is my email. Um, uh, Yeah, and just contact me through social media or email this way.
0: Andre, aka Ms. Horizon, diversity in the capital. Love you, my friend. I'm so excited that you are finally, finally on BlastTheRadio.com. Um, it's an I know,
3: I'm happy I finally got a face for radio.
0: It's, <laughs> it's an, No, but yours, yours is an important voice and it's an important conversation um, that, that needs to be out there. And if I can even get you one more listener slash viewer, uh, then it's absolutely worth it, and I know you work so so hard to put that show on every single week, and uh, you should be very proud of the work that you do. And I know a lot of people certainly appreciate it as do I. So I'm looking forward to tonight, seven o'clock here on BlastTheRadio.com and TV. Okay, go go do your real job now.
3: Ciao ciao. Bye ciao, ciao,
0: bye.
3: <laughs> bye. Kate Kathy. Nice to finally physically meet you. It's your yes, wonderful day. Yes, exactly. Daughter. No, you
0: hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying.
1: Hugs. <laughs> Bye. We'll do the wine tour, soon
0: Oh, oh, t- oh, yeah. So, okay. So, how would that play out? How would so? I guess we would probably do that as like a Facebook Live kind of thing.
1: I think so. Where we would both. well I guess we would have to FaceTime each other for sure yeah, to yeah. start it, and then we would walk around with our um, wine glasses, going from room to room. I guess. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly how we you would show
0: me mine. It. I'll show you yours, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy, they're, they're, this this could be like a whole episodic thing. <laughs> no, I, game. Uh, yeah. oh, I know you. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we missed you yesterday. What were you up to yesterday? Or is that secret?
1: Oh, no, nothing. I was just kind of doing stuff around ha- the house and trying to get uh, some cleaning done and some of my artwork done. I'm doing diamond art right now. Wait so. a minute,
0: artwork? I didn't, I know, didn't know you did. Out. What kind of art do you do?
1: Um, well I'm not very artistic, so I always try to get the simple things that I just have to fill in the spaces. So <laughs> that's what the diamond so what, art is.
0: Color by Anyways. numbers well, <laughs> Almost, <me>. almost, yeah. <laughs> picks up it's picks up a coloring awesome. book at the dollar store. Look at me, I'm so artistic. <laughs>
1: I got the blue where the blue goes. You know, I envy people out there that can just, you know, pick up a paintbrush and just paint something amazing or come up with an idea with a whole bunch of arts and crafts and make something of it. Me, I need to have a kind of like paint by numbers sure. or we've got what's called diamond art. So it tells you what colors to put the diamond in and then it makes a picture but you know, I'm easy So what, for those. What,
0: what what is the diamond? Is this is this like a little piece of glitter type thing, or yeah?
1: And it's got um, glue on the end, but the material that it's on is sticky. It's a sticky background, so you're using this little um, stick, and you take the diamond, and then you put it on the spot where the number is. Okay. All your colors, so it's like paint by colors, but in this case, it's paint by
0: diamonds. I see. Okay, and then when yeah. when this 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 piece of work is done, then it's it's what is it? Shiny, glittery, reflective.
1: Uh, it's actually shiny. Yeah, because it's like little diamonds on one side, right? And it's flat on the other.
0: <laughs> so what do you, what do you do with this stuff when it's done then? Do you sell it? Do you, you can frame put it, on your it wall? and
1: put it up on the wall? And yeah, it's just something to do to keep you busy. Sure.
0: i would never keep even me heard of that. In this case. <laughs> You're always busy. I don't know how you do it. And you know, and, and I I've, I've 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 long said this about you like you know, like I just I love I I don't I don't have a regular sleep schedule and and like I find like like there are so many mornings where, you know, like, all I have to do is is have a coffee. When the coffee's done, have a shower and be in the studio for 9. It doesn't seem that complicated. And yet most days I'm here at like 9.01, two. you know, a little hiccup here and there. And, you know, lackadaisical. And, you know, nobody dies if I'm not here on time. But then here's Kathy, two time zones away, <laughs> messaging me at what would be like 5 o'clock in the morning her time. All excited and all, you know, oh, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about that. I mean, you are go, 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 go. Where do you get this energy from? I I admire it so much.
1: Years of being on the morning show and getting up bright and early.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Wow. Like, what time do you, like, you must, like, finally, there must, like, comes a point in the day where you just, you're done.
1: Um, well, because I was sleeping in for quite a while for a good couple of months, I found getting back into the early morning, it was like, I need an afternoon nap. Like at one o'clock I'd be like, okay, I'm going to sleep for about an hour.
0: That makes sense. <laughs> could be
1: an age thing, could just be because I'm getting up so early, but yeah.
0: But oh, when yeah. you were doing the morning show in Bracebridge, is that kind of <laughs> what you would do? I mean, cause morning, mornings are rough. Anybody that has to work an early morning shift um you know you're you're up and it's typically dark e- even e- even you know when the days are longer in summertime it's still dark when you're getting up in the morning uh but like morning radio is is, is so difficult because you've got this responsibility to you know you need this this awareness of everything that your listener would have been part of You know, the night before So whether it's a hockey game Or a football game you got to have A general awareness about that And yes, you can look At a sports report And get the, you know Get the gist Mm -hmm. But like, you know um, A TV show debut Or an award show Like those award shows Will go to like 11 o'clock Midnight you know, and like the big award that everybody's going to be talking about is typically the last one handed out. But you as this morning personality has to be aware of that because that's what you're going to be talking about the next day. So, I mean, mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you manage that kind of schedule uh, when you're doing morning radio?
1: I'm going to start letting out all my secrets. I don't know. No,
0: but I, think, I think it's probably <laughs> different for everyone. Like, you know, like I used to talk with Ken, the General Grant, who did mornings at CFRA for 35, mm-hmm. 36 years. And and he he loved he he just he says I've always been a morning person, mm-hmm. so for him yep. that was it. But you know, like a little midday nap, and he'd be up, and then off to the you know to to the RA center, and and he you know I think he still teaches, although the art not the RA center, the OEC uh, is where he was, but teaching seniors fitness until they they closed during the pandemic. But you know, like the energy level that this man had was unbelievable, and here I am doing my little four hour show. I got to roll in at nine, and by one o'clock I'm like. <sighs> I need uh two hours sleep, man.
1: Oh, you get used to it though. Your body gets used to it, trust me. Because no. I'd be up at like three thirty in the morning, I'd be out the door at like four ten, I'd be at the station with the music loud because it's only me and I don't have to worry about neighbors or anybody, you know, getting mad that the music's loud. And you just kinda get yourself in a groove. And then you go on social media, you follow up all the stories of things you might have missed that night before. It's just routine, you know, and sometimes before I go to bed, I'm surfing social media and I'm sharing it so I don't forget that this is something I'll talk about the next morning. (laughs) That's
0: the best way. You see, I always try and save stuff. Like I save, 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 save. And then I sit here in the morning, I'm like. What or the a hell screenshot, yeah. Oh, I do that a lot too. But then it's like, yeah. what, what the hell was that thing I was going to talk about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that you just unabashedly put it on your freaking timeline. There, it's there. I'll go back to it in the morning.
1: <laughs> That's right. Now I know where it is, so I'm good. Nothing, and then for nothing naps subtle in about. The it. See, I'm hiding
0: it on myself, and there's nothing subtle about your approach. I love that.
1: And you know what? You're asking about naps in the afternoon. When you live in Bracebridge, it's beautiful. It's cottage country. So in the summertime. There was no naps. I was going down to the beach, which was literally just down the hill from where I was living. There was a small beach, so I would just, I'd take my radio and towel and bathing suit, and I'd head down there and spend the afternoon just you know being on the beach, and I loved it.
0: But that sounds to me like something that would afford you the opportunity even just to close your eyes for a little bit and just feel the sun and feel the warmth. So, I mean, it wouldn't be a deep, yeah. restful sleep, but certainly it would yeah. be relaxing, right?
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Like I yeah. I see, I see a lot. I go to bed. Yeah. Well, what, what? What time did you go to bed when you're doing the morning show?
1: Um, when I was doing the morning show, there, I went to bed. I'd say about eight thirty, eight o'clock, eight thirty, and hopefully be asleep by nine. <laughs>
0: just just, on just, my like the, just like the average twelve-year-old.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I got <laughs> so much, in the but I recorded all of my shows. I used to record all my shows, and I'd watch them in the afternoon when I got home, when I wasn't at the beach.
0: Uh, so you're still you're still generally aware, and you can talk in general senses, but. Yeah. Right. Uh, Chrissy says, small world, Kathy. Huntsville, Bracebridge. We could have been neighbors back then, 1989 to 2002.
1: Oh, okay. I was there for uh, 2018, 2019. It's like we're talking about and prison
0: sentences all yeah. of a sudden.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Huntsville, very beautiful place. Yeah. Uh, it was you, only like half an hour away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like how far? Mm-hmm. how far from Toronto would Bracebridge be?
1: It's about a oh gosh I want to say maybe a two hour drive.
0: Yeah, so you'd have a lot of a lot like of b- mm-hmm. if if I'm if I live in Toronto and that's where my residence is, like it would make sense for me to have a cottage in Bracebridge.
1: Yeah, oh for sure, and lots of people from Toronto would be coming sure. out to Bracebridge and Cottage Country, even though we weren't supposed to with COVID going on. They're supposed to stay back in the city, but a lot of them will take advantage of going to their cottage. It spaces them out, right?
0: Keep yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you, I mean, this whole spacing out and what we're, you know, we're supposed to be laying low here in Ontario. We've, we've got a you know, people keep calling it a lockdown. lockdown. It's not a lockdown. There are, I mean, we're not, we're not locked Turfies. down. Yeah. We're, we're being asked to stay home and get only what you need. There's, but, but the media, I know, and, and, and I'm guilty of it too. I'll even put it out there as, as, as lockdown. It just sort of seems to be, you know, the vernacular, if you will. Um, But I took the dog out for a walk last night at like eleven o'clock at night, and I'm walking around the neighborhood going, like, um, oh, what if you get
1: pulled over and get a ticket? Yeah, Not like, over, like, like like, like, like what? Like, am I going
0: to be the next person on the front page of the newspaper who's you know got some sort of you know tete-a-tete with a bylaw officer who just, you know, (laughs) determined that my excuse for being out wasn't good enough that, you know, like, Hey man, just walk on your street and no further than your street. What are you doing on the street next door to your street? And, (laughs) you know, and it ended up actually, it ended up really nice. I walked around. I, I mean, we didn't go too, too far, you know, a couple of blocks perimeter from the house. Uh, but we came up one side street and there was this guy. So there's a tiny little plaza. Um, it's got like a nail salon, uh a dry cleaner a pizza tiny th- like the tiniest little pizza place the tiniest mm-hmm. little pizza place uh i think there's like a like a tax service in there and there used to be a, like a pet grooming place anyway we're walking up the street and i'm coming along the side what would be the side of this little plaza and there's a guy just standing there and he's just like kicking the snow kicking snow And, you know, he doesn't have a mask on or anything like this. And the dog, of course, is like, wait, a person. So she's reacting. I mean, she's 110 pounds, right? So, I mean, (laughs) she's reacting. Suddenly, you know, like, i got to be hanging on to this. And, and, you know, the guy didn't look like he was up to any, you know, anything uh, untoward. He's just sitting there Hmm. kicking snow. And I, you know, so I decided I'm just going to, you know, hold on to the dog tight. And she starts growling. I'm like, hey, hey, be nice. And he goes, uh, and he just says, Oh, hey, how you doing? You know, so it's like I was. my plan was just to ignore whatever the hell was going on because I don't want to be involved in anything, especially right now. And uh, I said, uh, all good here. I said, uh, you okay? Because it was just weird, right? He's sitting there like in jean- yeah. jeans and a T-shirt, kicking snow. He goes, yeah. He says, uh, "He says, I'm the new owner of the pizza place. He says, I'm just bored. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I had a lovely conversation with the guy. Uh, You know, please come in and try my pizza. He says, it's a really good pizza. I'm sure it is. And he said, said, you know, what's the name of your pizza place? Uh, And he told me, and damned if I could remember what it is. But literally, like, he's just, he's crammed into, like, this tiny little corner. Like, his his sign is probably about the same size as the average person's computer screen would be. Like, it's really, like, you've really got to know that it's there. And he says, "I got to change my sign." He says, "Because it's in Arabic and nobody <laughs> knows what it means." Like it says pizza, and then there's a whole bunch of writing in Arabic. Um, and uh, anyway, he says, "He says, what's your name?" You know, and re- reluctantly, I'm like uh, John. He goes, "Okay." He says, "I'm gonna remember you." He says, "He says when you when you call, he says you say that it's John." He says, "I want you to try my pizza." So just you know, really lovely and stuff. But the whole time I'm out there, it's like I don't want to see anybody. I, I don't want to be you know like what do I do if I do? And then you're you know suddenly face to face with someone who's like, "Oh crap!" And it turns out to be just this lovely little conversation with a guy who's just moved here from Toronto and he's trying to you know. You know, get his life going by owning a pizza shop and stuff and he's in the middle of a pandemic trying to make you know, go of it and he's just kicking well, kick pizza. That's tonight. what
1: you're
0: doing? Yeah. No, we're making it ourselves. Oh, homemade pizza. Mm.
1: That's always good. I like Gabriel's pizza out in Orleans. My favorite pizza. So whenever I'm in Orleans, I always order from Gabriel's. They make the best bacon and cheese. It's just so
0: good. I really have nothing bad to say about Gabriel's and they're great community people. My only thing with Gabe's is I, I, I cannot order a whole pizza from them. And, and, and call it a meal It's just We talked earlier about um, the, the, the extra cheese And the layers of cheese Ever yeah. since my gallbladder came out There's just something about The amount of cheese and crust That is on their particular pizza it, Like Ooh. I will buy a slice From Gabriel's And be perfectly happy Like if I'm going to If I'm going to get a slice Gabe's is my go-to for a slice because yeah. they're great community people, and because it's a good pie, but a, a whole pizza from Gabriel's, I, it's just—it's not a place I can order from. I just don't have any luck with it physically, unfortunately. Yeah, which breaks like, my oh, heart. I
1: just love their pizza. Yeah, they—they
0: so actually do a really good breakfast.
1: Oh, do they? Gabriel's wow.
0: actually does a really good breakfast. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, not all loca- i don't think all locations offer a breakfast. But mm-hmm. uh, the one bank and hunt club near me certainly does, and it's oh. a phenomenal breakfast, yeah,
1: yum Now I, I need to go have some breakfast now, but I had a shake, so I'm good for now. Uh,
0: I uh, lost five pounds oh. woohoo nice,
1: yeah, I've been doing shakes in the morning and then my uh, green shakes at lunch and then a good meal at dinner
0: see i i've I've done that whole i'm gonna try the shake thing, whatever else I just mm-hmm. it, it it doesn't make me feel full,
1: no, oh gosh. Yeah. I'm getting used to it. Like I'm almost in my 21 days. They say after 21 days, you can be used to something and then you're, you're good to go. And you're Maybe
0: that's it. I'm, that. just, I'm just not patient enough to do that. But I just I find anything that I, that I drink, you know, mm-hmm. just to me d- does not seem filling. <laughs> it, it just doesn't. I mean, drink is drink. Food is food. Yeah, and I just maybe it's maybe it's just the way my psychology is is wired together. I don't know, but I just I I I, I would consume a shake, and I'd still be like, Gotta eat, "Gotta eat something." I know all the nutrients and stuff are in there that are supposed to replace, you know, what I would normally eat. In fact, do better, and in, in, you know, for my body than what I would probably choose to eat. But it's okay. I, I've had a drink now. Mm, what can I eat?
1: <laughs> but that's where the twenty one days comes into effect. Once you're past the twenty one days. Your mental mind will start to get used to everything, and then it'll be a little easier. <sighs> just got to get past that twenty-one days.
0: <sighs> I don't know. To... It's for sure. <laughs> it. yeah, and, and this brings me to a conversation. I mean, let's let's this promoted a whole other business that's not sponsoring us, but this whole this whole Noom <laughs> thing to this diet approach. Oh yeah, is, I saw is...
1: commercials on that. What's all about that?
0: So it's apparently based on that's just it breaking down how you think about. Food. So it reacts to or, or I guess it's designed to sort of combat, uh, you know, people who think like I do, like, OK, I've had a protein shake and it's got all the right things in it. It's, it's given me all the vitamins and, and, you know, it's supposed to benefit me this way. But it, it speaks to your psychology and it's supposed to beat that out of you in some sort of subtle little app kind of way that uh, no, 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 you can't have peanut butter and toast right now because you've already had your shake. Um so yeah I I I'm intrigued by it but I just I know that would be something I would pursue and I just I would not stick to it. No I hmm. nope and I, and I say that because I have uh I I absolutely recognize that I am in horrible shape. I'm significantly heavier than I should be. Uh I huff and puff when I just have to you know even if I have to sit down just to tie like my winter boots. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and I and and just I I live a very sedentary lifestyle. And it's not lost on me. You know, I, I'm now aware, uh, now that I know my biological family, I'm aware of some, fam- you know, some family history. Uh, I'm aware of, you know, uh, my biological father. And I don't want to go into too much detail there. Um, but, you know, heavy, uh, worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. And just a very unhealthy. And, you know, I mean, listen, that's that's in my DNA, right? So, I mean, if I'm going to follow that same path... Uh, <laughs> I, I maybe it may not be a good path to go down. So, you know, I, I took it upon myself a few years ago to start working out, and I I met an amazing trainer, and I still love her to death, Ashley Matthew. She's now running one of the planet, I think one or two Planet Fitnesses, or no, anytime, anytime fitness, anytime Great. fitness. I apologize. Uh, certainly, the location in Orleans, if not another one. Um, but she, you know, she set up a whole diet plan for me. Uh, I loved the workouts with her because there was no cutting corners with Ashley. Right. And, <laughs> and, and I, I can post some pictures like yeah. I would see, I would feel the difference. I mean, it was, amazing. I was cut, I was chiseled, I was feeling good. It was, it was much better for my mental health, but I won't lie. There was a McDonald's just a couple of blocks before where her gym was. And if I was early for a workout, "Mm, gee, I'm kind of hungry right now. I don't think I can work out on an empty stomach. And I would allow myself to go into the damn McDonald's and buy a six-piece nuggets and a couple of cheeseburgers. And then I'd show up and go, yeah, well, you know, I had fish last night and uh, I did my shake this morning. Yes. You know, and it was like, and then, and she caught on. Right. And she'd call me on the bullshit and she's like, and what did you have between work and here? (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's like she got a little camera somewhere watching. Eh? <laughs> I mean, she, yeah, she's
0: just one of those people that you know, no bullshit. Um, and kudos you know, to
1: you though on doing that because like at oh. the gym and everything. Because it sometimes it works for some people, but I found I tried it,
0: but I quit. But I find I've got to do my own. But I quit. See, see, I'm not disciplined enough to do my own, and that's the thing. And, and full credit to you, if you are, like, if if I'm left on my own devices, I will be on the couch. With a yeah. bag of chips and a pink Whitney. Like, <laughs> for me, like, what I liked about, the biggest thing that I liked about work, when I was working out with Ashley and, 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 and other trainers as well, I've, 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 I've had a few that I've, you know, uh, you know, started with and then quit on and, and back and forth. And there's, you know, always different reasons for that. But, you know, I'm just not disciplined enough to do this. So if, if, I, if I have an appointment, workout, 2 o'clock, I have to be at this place with this person. I have a commitment to them. I will show up and I will do that, right? Yeah. Like my friend Lindsay at Inner Soul Yoga and Cycle is really, really good about. Uh, I mean, we're talking, you know, in a non-pandemic world, you know, like a Friday night spin class, and and I would love the idea. I'm gonna in my week, I'm gonna do a spin thing, and she would text me, "Are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming?" Because she'd know that if she yeah. didn't, if she didn't stay on me and kick my ass. I would find a reason to not be there on a Friday night. Well, of course, you know, I've got in my house, I've got a treadmill. It's way at the back of the storage room. It's not being used. If I could get it out of the storage room, if there wasn't so much shit in front of it, I'd sell it because I'm just not using it and I know it would benefit somebody else. I I, I recognized, you know, I'm not, I, I know, I know I'm not going to get on that treadmill myself. Mm-hmm, I'm yeah. I'm much better to have an appointment at a gym and go and, and get on that treadmill there. But no, me, I'm going to commit to being more disciplined. I'm going to buy a home gym. <laughs> so I have the whole, you know, the, the, the weights and the pulleys yeah, and the leg lifts and, and whatever else. I <laughs> no. don't think I've used it once. Bought it mm-hmm. brand new. Again, it's, it's in the furnace room. It's in the storage room. It's, it's, it's you know what space those things take up? Oh, lots. So yeah. I've got the home gym. I've got the treadmill. Not using any of them, and we have a storage issue in this house, right? And it's like, and I've got, I've got all the, all the, you know, uh, the little dumbbells and weights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Honey, I'm just, I'm just not doing it. I'm just not doing it. I, I, where, where, where does this come from within you to, 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 to get you off and off the couch and 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 moving your body and drinking shakes and stuff? How do, you, how do you motivate yourself like that, Kathy?
1: Well, because Teach I remember. Me how good I felt when I did lose my weight I lost like 50 60 pounds I was like 180 and I loved it loved how I looked loved how I felt and then COVID hit here and I was back and not working and just sitting around and getting a big butt and you know
0: I like big butts and I I cannot lie
1: (laughs) (laughs) and I just wanted to feel good about myself (laughs) and I wanted to breathe easier sleep better not walk around the house and kind of have trouble breathing all the time or always hurting when I get off the couch or the chair. So that's why I was like, I got to get back into it. And I've been trying and trying and trying, but now that I've got a scale and I can weigh myself every couple of days, I can know and then start to feel it in my body too. So it's just, it kind of gets me going and gets me doing it more. But I like that you've got your dog. So at least you get to get out, right? And you get to walk around, which is good.
0: But you also find excuses to not do that today. You know, oh, you know I got the this weather to do. Da, 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 da. Yeah, this yeah, drama. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the weather. The, you, 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 got, you, guys, you guys are dealing with like significant wind and significant cold in Saskatchewan oh, right now. <laughs> oh, it's minus six here. I don't want to walk the dog. It's too cold. I just, <laughs> I'm really good at excuses, Kathy. And I just, you know, I applaud you for, because I agree. I know, like I said. You know, I, I sit down on the, on the stairs to put my boots on, and I'm I'm gasping for breath. I recognize, you know, that this is not a good situation, and it should inspire me and it should motivate me, doesn't?
1: Yeah, you know, sometimes it's just that one thing that will finally kick your butt, and you'll be like, okay, I, I got to do
0: this. I don't know what it's going to take. I mean, I was yeah. I was laid up in hospital for a few weeks, you know, with, with the gallbladder issue, which we ignored and chalked up to. Me just being out of shape. My back hurts significantly. And, you know, like it was nothing to do with my back. It was gallstones, you know, which which we ignored for a good year and a half, two years, which then, you know, infected my kidney and then my pancreas and, and on and on and on to the point where I ended up in hospital. And, of course, you lay there, you know, realizing the situation you're in and and going, Okay, so this is the universe giving me a sign. I need to start listening to what the universe is telling me here. You know, this is this is an opportunity it's presented with me. It said, "Okay, that's enough, John. You need to start change, changing things." And you change things for a little while, but then, like you said, you find yourself at a McDonald's mm-hmm. on your way to go to the gym. I mean, ah, yeah. I just, I yeah. just, I just circles. don't have the discipline.
1: Well, you know what I have? I have the need to boogie. <laughs> I love music. <laughs> ¡Ah! <tose> Because I've got to run, but what? I know you've got boogie break coming
0: up. You are incredible. There you go. The morning brew. Ha <laughs> I hope we kept it light enough. For you. We get into some pretty heavy topics sometimes here and there. But uh, listen, um, be our guest anytime. Our number here is 613-606-8786. Keep that handy. Uh, you can call the show. You can text the show. That is also our Zoom meeting ID. Uh, Kathy Jennings, thank you for being part of our show this morning. Eric, thank, thank you. you as well. Diversity in the Capital. Andre, Ms. Yep. Horizon, thank you for joining us. Yes, let's boogie. BTR's bigger, better boogie. Break for McCarthy that's Automotive amazing. is next by Kathy Jennings. Yeah, we've been singing lots of songs now about a place that's really quite wow for fleets, for tires.